This is the Pete Wong Podcast, sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I've always wanted to talk about the things that I care about in life. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's The Pete Wong Podcast. How are you all doing? I know lots of things might seem crazy right now, but stay strong, stand tall, and we can get through this. Today is, uh, tonight that I'm recording this, it's actually Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Day. And I've been, uh, if you follow me on social media, I've been posting uh, a lot about him. I post a, a, an art uh, an art drawing illustration exercise that I did over the weekend. And uh, I just think it's it's important that we celebrate and honor uh, not just Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but also uh, those that continue his legacy, continue what he started, what he uh, fought day in and day out and sacrificed and believed in with all his heart, all his might, and all his being. I was uh, on social media and I was looking at the the King Center. Bernice King, uh, one of the daughters um, of Dr. King and Coretta, Coretta King uh, Scott said um, that we should also on this day remember uh, her mother. And I've been posting uh, this morning about that, and I think that we need to uh, celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but also celebrate those that also believe in what he believed in and support what he believed in. We can look in ourselves daily and channel that and 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 honor that and celebrate that. I've just been having it on my heart all day and. Uh, spending with the people that I love and uh, and cherishing uh, the time together today as we celebrate and honor. First of all, I would like to uh, start off by saying thank you to those of you that took the time to listen to the previous episode uh, regarding my friendship with Jin Park. To be able to share that with friends of his and, and other fighters that uh, trained with him, I'm just deeply grateful just wanted to thank everyone that that has taken the time taken the time to listen for this episode. I wanted to go back a couple of weeks, and I know we're already into 2021, but I had this story, this uh, event that happened to me on Christmas Eve, and it's been sitting on my heart. I thought that it would still be relevant to share it with all of you, and uh, though I've been okay with what happened. I thought that you might um, still get something from me sharing it. Hopefully, if you bear with me, you will, uh, by the end of it, the story will resonate with some of you or some of the aspects. So it was Christmas Eve. It was in the evening, and I was um, on my way to my girlfriend's uh, apartment. It was around 8 o'clock. I waited because the snow emergency did not end till eight o'clock, so I waited. That night, the roads were a little slippery, and it was cold. 
and I believe even the snow started falling. Uh, that's right, because we did have Christmas Eve snow. So I was singing probably some Christmas songs in the car because I was uh, excited. I was uh, looking forward to my first Christmas Eve uh, back back in my hometown, but also with someone I really enjoy uh, being in her company. And uh, we were going to spend Christmas Eve together for the first time. I knew that parking was going to be interesting because in that area, you just never know. I told myself, you're going to find parking. It's going to just appear. I've been practicing this manifesting things. And so inside my head, I, I came up with a thought. I told myself, you're going to get a spot right in front of her apartment. It's going to happen. It's your night. We're going to do it. Sure enough, I found a parking spot open right in front of uh, right in front of her apartment. I was super excited and I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is a great start to Christmas Eve. Thank you. And then uh, uh, I was still bopping to the music. And then I saw I saw a gentleman probably in his 50s. And right away, something in my body felt like I've been here before. Something in my body told me this guy is going to ask for help. He's going to ask for money. When this happens to you, I want to know what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Uh, Some of us feel very comfortable when people approach us. Some of us uh, try to bat an eye and, and put our head down and avoid them altogether. I remember a, an experience. I was sitting around with my mentor, and he said something to me that it's it stuck with me. When people ask for something, whether whether someone begs for loose change or or whatever you can whatever you can offer, he said to me. And I'm not, I, and I, and I don't remember word for word, so I apologize. I'm not trying to plagiarize uh, his wording, but I, I want to share what he shared because that this is it stuck with me. It stuck with me since. And he said, whenever people come up to you, he looks at it as a as a blessing that we should pay respect to to them, and if we can, give back because. We never know who that person is. We never know uh, that person could be a, a prophet, a teacher in disguise. By you turning away from them, you are turning your, your way from, from a great lesson or a great opportunity, a great experience. Ever since then, I shook my fear of not knowing whether to give or whether to face that person. And again, you ha- you always have to use your best judgment in any given situation. I'm not saying um, every situation is the same. But I just know for me, I took a lot of levity in knowing that and having that a part of me now. So when I saw this man uh, come up to my window, it was Christmas Eve. And my heart was already, my heart is already warm, uh, quote unquote warm, uh, to, to use as a metaphor. But on this evening, it was extremely 
warm, like like a like a, a hot cocoa in, in in a in a winter storm. I was ready to help this man, however I can, but not knowing what that meant. I had already taken off my mask and I rolled down the window. I didn't roll down my window all the way. I rolled it down a little bit and I was like, oh crap. And so I reached and put on my mask and I rolled down my window a little bit. He started pointing, you know, in that direction. He was like, hey man, um, my car broke down, my family, uh, something about his family uh, stuck. Um, uh, I have a tow truck on the way. Um, I just need some help with, you know, I left my, my money, my, my, you know, my card, you know, at home nine times out of 10 on a different day, had I heard that story, uh, being told in that exact order, I feel like I've heard that before. I feel like, uh, I've heard that before. I decided that there's lots of red flags, meaning I decided when I, when, when I hear that story in that order, uh, this guy's, um, I'm thinking this guy's not legit. I'm thinking he might, he might be trying to con me. But for some reason, I was in a different state of mind that evening. I was, like, there was a part of me that was like, oh man, this guy is bullshitting me. And then the other, I was like, just give him a chance, Pete. He might be. He might be telling the truth. And I think, I think I thought that way because I think I'm changing. I'm wanting to take more chances being a person that I've never been before. And so it, I'm not saying that anyone that comes to me, I think that they're con people uh, or trying to con me, but it's more like, I think I always had I always felt like I needed to protect myself and, and, but for some reason I wasn't afraid for some reason. I had a lot of faith, a lot of confidence in the situation in myself. And I also just didn't think anything was going to happen bad. I don't know why I did it, but I decided to listen all in, go all in on this story. And this guy was, you know, standing there out in the cold. Uh, it's Christmas Eve. And he's telling me all about him, you know, who he is. Uh, I guess trying to prove to me that he's, you know, being honest. And, you know, he's telling me where he lives. He's telling me where he works and, you know, giving me his name. It was just weird because I wasn't trying to think that this guy's conning me. The only thing I could think about was, it's Christmas Eve, it's cold, it's super cold. If this guy's story is real, if this guy's story is the real deal, and if I turn him away, when other people probably already turned him away, I don't think I would be satisfied or content with my choosing with my choice you listeners you probably think i'm nuts and crazy i don't know i let i let's just say i didn't turn the guy away when he came and circled around and got into my car i don't 
encourage anyone to allow strangers to enter your car. Please don't do that. Don't follow my footsteps. Normally, again, nine times out of the 10, I would not have done that. I just didn't care that night. He got in my car and and he was telling me, please, man, I could, I could really use your help. And I was like, okay, how can I help you? And he said, I just need some money to pay, to pay this, this tow truck. And he's like, I'll pay you back. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you your money back. Silly me. I just said, I was hesitant at first. And in fact, I didn't have cash on me, but let's just say I didn't have cash on me and we went as far as me Venmoing, Venmoing him money. I knew that I had enough in my Venmo. And in fact, that morning I had just checked my Venmo. So I told myself, if this guy asks me for a certain amount and if I have it in my account, no matter what, I'm just gonna give it to him. Before recently, when it came to things like money, I was very, I was very cautious about that. I was very, um, you could call it frugal, but you could also call it stingy. And that's something that I've had to work on myself. And I share this because I think many of us have this way of thinking. You know, I, I believe that I grew up with this mentality that I never would have enough money or I would just get by. And when I was uh, going through my meditation, my transformation, I learned this word abundance versus lack. And I never knew that word abundance before. I never knew the definition. I never knew it existed and I never applied it. That's for sure. But I definitely applied that word lack. I just been feeling very blessed as I shared in, in the previous episode, episodes. Lots of things have been turning around for me. The things that I have mentally envisioned for myself, they've been coming true. Maybe not exactly, but I've been fulfilled in ways that I haven't been before. And I'm so grateful and I continue to work hard, continue to dive deeper into this manifestation because I feel like it's working. It's, I'm, I'm finally becoming that person. I mean, not just finally because I believe ever since I made the decision to change, to be someone that I've always wanted to be, I've continued this process. When that man, that older gentleman was sitting in the car from me uh, and asked for money, I wanted to be that person. I wanted to begin to practice. What is it like to have enough or have so much that giving a couple hundred dollars is like change, like loose change. You know, even me saying that is, is, is kind of difficult. I kind of like hesitate because I'm not used to that, but I'm trying to become that person because someday I want to be that, uh, I can't even say the word, philanthropist, 
prosperous different entrepreneurs that I look that I looked up to that I look up to or the heroes that I look up to that not only donate their time but donate monetary I didn't grow up knowing that I can do that. I didn't grow up thinking that I had this ability. I always felt like I didn't have enough. I always felt like I was scrounging. I always felt like I was grinding just to make enough. But not anymore. I know that I can have an abundance. As I sat in the car with him, I just told myself, I've been blessed. Let me just give back. And though there was a little voice in me that was scared and, and felt like, well, what's going to happen if this guy cons you? What, what happens if this guy isn't real? I said, what the heck? And so the guy sitting there pleading. He's sitting there and I'm kind of hesitating. I'm like debating because I decided to give him, I'm going to give him a hundred bucks. I've never done that before. I've never just given someone I've never met before a hundred bucks. I've never given even $50. Part of me is embarrassed to say that. Part of me is, is just fine with that. But it's something that, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on myself. Uh, I'm growing with, growing from. He was pleading to me. He was like, man, he, he, was like, he was like, please. And he held his hand out and he's like, man to man. And inside... I'm like, don't do that. Don't say that you're honest, you're truthful, you're crying in front of me, and you end up lying to me. Because it takes a strong, confident, assured person, not just a man, to be truthful, to be honest, to have integrity. And he was crying his eyes out right there. A grown man in his 50s crying his eyes out and holding his hand. Man to man, I'm not lying. I don't know if he actually said those words, but. So I said. Okay, let's do this. So I sent him the money. And then he pointed that way because a part of me was struggling whether I should go drop him off so then I can actually see where he's at. But then a thought came up to me, uh, a thought came up to my mind, which was, well, what about if I drive him and it's not real and he takes me somewhere? Now I'm alone in an environment I'm not used to. Who knows where he's taking me? Another idea I had was to go get my girlfriend so she could come with me. But then I thought, now I'm putting my girlfriend in danger. So I just said, I can't drop you off anywhere. I'm sorry. And he said, okay, no problem. I can walk. When he said that, Something in me was like, oh, wow. You just got conned. If it's that easy for him to get out and walk, it probably wasn't legit. 
But at the same time, I was also in a situation where I wasn't sure what to do. So the money was already in his account. I saw him get out and he walked the opposite direction. I felt so stupid. I sat in the car and I was like, man, you're so stupid. Why'd you do that? All you had to say was no. But then I, I, I took a deep breath and I said, no matter what happens, you're not going to let $100, this material thing, if money is energy, if money is something that comes and goes, what I'm learning, if money is not something that has an end and a beginning and that's it, it's something you can refurbish something you can continue to 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 recycle in a way then i'm not going to let this thing hold me back from enjoying my evening i'm not going to ruin it for my girlfriend i'm going to make sure that she has an amazing holiday and i'm going to make sure that i'm going to be in the right state of mind because i had already made the choice and so I went in and I wanted to tell her right away. And I said, I said, I got to tell you something. And she was sitting down on the couch and she was like, okay. She was sitting on the couch and I said, something just happened to me. I feel really stupid about what I did, but I don't regret doing it. And then I went in and told her what happened. I so appreciate her because what she said to me helped light, lighten the weight that I had put on my shoulders for making that choice. She said, whether, again, I don't know if it's word for word, but she said, whether that man was legit and honest with you or whether he was lying to you, your heart was in the right place and that's all that matters. When she said that, I felt happy. I still was thinking about it, but I felt I felt loved. I felt like she cared enough to see me for me and did not look down on me for the choice that I made and gave me 
the confidence, the encouragement that whatever choice that was made, it's okay. And let's just enjoy the evening and and Christmas as well. That night, though it was partially in my head still, I chose not to put it I, I I decided to not give it energy and try to quiet that that noise and try to turn up the volume to being present with her and being present in in all the things that we're sharing uh, regarding our evening together. Let me just tell you, it was an amazing rest of the evening. I didn't think about it as much, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that I didn't wake up in the middle of the night and had some thoughts about it. I felt a little embarrassed that I, that I was doing that, but I just, I mean, that's, that's the battle. That's the thing that I'm dealing with, my relationship with money. Something really cool uh, came out of uh, that evening. It's our first Christmas uh, together, like I said, we never discussed specifically about exchanging gifts and that kind of stuff. But once I um, once I knew that that she was uh, she had a gift uh, waiting for me, um, I I hurried and, and <laughs> got on Amazon and bought bought something that that I thought was really uh, that would be special for her. But uh, I was late. And uh, it would arrive after Christmas, Christmas, but it's all good. But I did have a present for her. Uh, I made a present for her and, and uh, brought that over. But we had discussed whether to open presents on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. And in my family, we used to open presents on Christmas Eve. And in her family, uh, she used to open on Christmas Day. She said, what do you want to do? And I said, let's open, let's open tonight. And then I said, actually, you know what, let's open, you know, I thought about her tradition and, and I said, let's, let's wait, let's open on Christmas day. Later that evening, she's like, actually, I veto your, uh, I veto our decision. I want us to open tonight. And I said, oh, uh, I was like, well, okay, why the sudden change? Why tonight? And she looked at me with these beautiful gazing eyes and cute cute you know facial expression like she has and she said i thought that i want you to open your present tonight because i thought it'd be fitting for what happened and uh or i'm not sure i'm not sure if she used the word fitting but she said for what happened and i just knew okay like i, I like i trust like i trust her i felt that she was up to something, but up to something very good and healthy for us. So we did, and I opened the present, and it's it's in the other room, so I don't have it. I don't have it here, but I'll tell you what it is. It is T'Challa in the Black Panther. Um, Chadwick Boseman, uh, the actor as T'Challa, in a in the Black Panther suit uh, when he when he comes back and he's walking. And it's a, it's, I think it's like a die cast. Um, it's like, uh, you don't see, you don't see, um, the details, but you see, uh, the shape and then the colors. And then, um, on top, uh, this is what it says. 
So it says, Black Panther, in times of crisis, the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe. One of my favorite sayings that my mentor introduced to me, I hope I don't butcher it, um, uh, the, the meaning, um, but it's, a, it's an African saying, and it's been translated in different ways, but um, I just love the way that he introduced it to me, so that's what I'm going to share with you. Um, the saying is, Ubuntu. And it is, I am because we are. Ever since he introduced that saying to me, that word, Ubuntu, I always turn to that. Because if everything is connected, if, if your choices in life affect my choices in life, if my choices in life affect you, then I would be more mindful about how I treat myself as well as I treat others. And, and I'm just so grateful and so honored that to receive that uh, as my Christmas uh, present because I hang it up proudly. I mean, I hang it up proudly now, but at that moment, I really needed that. I really needed to be reminded that I'm a warrior. That my integrity, my strength outweighs any monetary transaction. And it just gave me comfort knowing that whether this man the next morning, as he said, would pay me back or not, it doesn't matter. That money that I gave him did, would help him, but maybe it would not help him as he said Maybe that money that I gave to him was like a Christmas present for him and his family or whoever. And however he spends it is how he spends it. And that's on him. My conscience is clear and I know who I am. I wanted to share that with all of you because I wonder if any of you out there, you listeners, have gone through something similar or a situation similar. And if someone lied to you and was not honest, how did that make you feel? Did you hate yourself for a while? Did you hold on to that? Meaning, were you attached to those feelings? Were you attached to feeling betrayed, feeling taken advantage of? I'm curious to hear your stories. I'm curious to know how you handle it. I'm curious to know 
whether I'm just curious. I just shared with you my story, my experience uh, this past Christmas Eve. I just want to encourage those of you out there. If something like this happens to you, it's okay. And it's okay to just let it go and just let it be. Don't let it weigh on your shoulders because the important thing is knowing your truth, knowing where you stood and knowing where you're going. Meaning, I feel for, I feel for people who have to beg for money, who have to steal deceit and betray others. It's a world that I try not to surround myself with because in the past, when I was younger, I had a lot of difficulty being around that and and I, I felt very fearful of my life and uncomfortable in a way I didn't want to be in. So I've done everything that I can to, in a way, it is a void, but I still empathize with those that are in need. My values my choice of living is not to deceive people it's not to lie is to be truthful and i know that's not for everybody and i was talking to my sister the next day about this and she said in some recent conversations she's been having with her friends they've been talking a lot about how with the pandemic people have become more desperate and more needy but also having a hard time finding ways of being truthful and honest about their struggles their situation they come up with creative ways or in some cases not telling the truth or bending the truth or conning others and stealing from others. Though I am not in support of us living life not being truthful, I've also learned I'm not that person. I also have to learn to respect another person's situation. I may not agree with what they do, but I have to learn, as I say, as I always say, I love others and I empathize with others. So I need to continue to work on noticing all shades of them, even the stuff that they are struggling and dealing with and hopefully uh, able to persevere and overcome. I hope that some of you will share with me your stories. Uh, I hope that what I've shared with you gives you encouragement, gives you comfort, gives you possibly a solution. It was important for me to share this because part of me knows this experience, there were many lessons. A lesson on my relationship with money and even the growth that I felt there. Lessons about being grateful, empathizing with others, what it's like to be loved by someone and how they can 
truly support you and lift you up more than you could ever imagine. If you are present and mindful of them just as much. Lots of lessons. If it weren't for that, that event, I would never have experienced Christmas Eve like I had. And I uh, respect that. That's it for this, this episode, this week's episode. Please, I look forward to hearing your stories, your feedback, your, you sharing with me. We're going to be uh, lining up some guests uh, here in the upcoming weeks. So just continue to look forward to that. It's, it's um, planning things out, uh, lining up the schedule. Uh, but some very exciting new guests are on the horizon. I'm really enjoying the different conversations, the different uh, topics that uh, I've been um, having dialogues around and providing others with uh, my perspective, uh, the things that have helped me, the things that I um, care about. And I wanted to just put out there, if I were to do a weekly conversation, a weekly one to one to one and a half hour conversation, picking a topic, I'm curious to know how many of you would uh, sign up to for that. Um, let me just be honest here. Um, since COVID, I, uh, I haven't been working. Um, I've been on unemployment and, um, it's, it's going well, it's going fine. Um, and I'm not sure, uh, exactly what's going to happen once the unemployment is over, but I've been, I've been enjoying leaning more into my purpose and the things that drive me and, 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 and going deeper into the things that I enjoy and the skills that I have and the skills that I'm developing. So I enjoy providing tools and providing uh, options and, and possibly solutions for, for others. Talk about specific subjects that, and topics that matter in your lives. And uh, through our conversation, I help facilitate your needs and share with you the things that I know truly help me. So my question is, if I were to set up something for a small fee, how many of you would sign up for something like that? Either it would be in a group for that week or it would be like a personal session just wanted to check in with you listeners and see if it's something that you would uh, be interested in please leave me a comment you can email me at the pete wong podcast at gmail.com let me know let me know if you're interested and if you are we'll get started i am also doing a 
Thursday night session. Right now, it's um, kept to a small group that when we were in our third week coming up and it's going great, it's going fantastic. That is a ongoing course. And if you're interested in signing up for that, please let me know about that. That one is uh, ongoing. So um, consistency uh, weekly is, um, is part of that. But if you are just interested in the topics, I don't even have a name for it yet, but we'll call it topics for now. The weekly topics, that is just uh, letting me know you want to you wanna be in on this session uh, that week. And then we'll just get you in there and we'll just have a great session together. So if you are, let me know. You can find me on social media uh, at PK Wong or the Pete Wong podcast. Have a fantastic rest of the week and uh, honor and celebrate yourself as well as the people that you love in your life. You are loved, you are worthy, and you are enough. Blessings to all of you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. And remember, you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you.